Tricky Kid TV. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I am your host, as always, Roy Turner. I know y'all been wondering, where the hell is my Tricky Kid Radio? Well, guess what? I am getting married, and I have been super duper busy. And the person I am marrying is sitting to my right, Jocelyn Hund for now, which is about to be Jocelyn Turner. Uh, welcome back to Tricky Kid Radio. I love you very much. Will you marry me? Yes, I will marry you. Right here on the air? Okay. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> now, special guest this week, my man, Aaron Wills, a.k.a. better known to the 311 universe as Peanut. Uh, not as like a peanut that you can eat, but as like he's a nut for the P-Funk. Uh, and he's the man, and he and I have been friends for about 10 years, and I'm so excited to have him on. Uh, many of you might have already have seen uh, that we debuted uh, an episode that we recorded with him for our YouTube channel on Tricky Kid TV, where we did it live from the 311 Hive Studios in, in North Hollywood, California, which was pretty cool, because that's where um, most of, or at least the last... You know, handful of 311 records, at least since 2000, I think one, uh, have been recorded. And uh, if you guys saw the uh, the 311 movie on uh, on March the 11th, uh, when they started the movie, when they greeted the audience and welcomed everybody, uh, it was they were all sitting on those five stools. It was there, uh, right there in the center there. So check that out. Go to our YouTube channel, which is called Tricky Kid TV, and. Uh, so, been wanting to do a 311 episode uh, for a while now uh, with Aaron, and uh, and we finally did it. Uh, many of you know that I'm, uh, uh, you know, working on a film project right now with the members of King's X. That's finally going to tell their story, and we invite everybody to stay tuned for that. Uh, so they're actually out in Pasadena recording, and I thought, man, since I'm out in Pasadena doing all this filmmaking, I thought, man, I'm going to give my buddy Aaron a call, and I did, and he invited, he was so generous to invite me and my whole crew over to 311 Studios, the Hive Studios there, and, uh, and it was so cool. We had a great time. We drank a bunch of beer. Go to Tricky Kid TV and check it out. So this episode, you're going to get some extra bonus audio of our interview with him, plus me, and you're going to get my uh, soon-to-be-better half, Jocelyn. Me. And as you can hear in the background, our, we are new parents. And uh, Miles. Uh, and my main man, my best friend, Miles Turner, uh, with you right here. So uh, what's going to be so cool is that they have got a pretty busy thing coming up. They have their uh, record coming out. Uh, coming, uh, I believe it's on. It's coming out in about six weeks, and we've got some exclusive audio here for you that we're going to play you. We played one on the YouTube channel, and now we're going to play you uh, something uh, new from there that no one's ever heard yet. So stick around for that, and we're going to have a great, 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 great time. We invite the all, the entire three eleven. They have one of the craziest fan bases. Uh, most dedicated, pretty much in all of music. Now, Justin, you went to school in Colorado, where all the the, the hippies and the stoners, <laughs> and who loved 311. What do you remember about going to college in Colorado and the 311 presence being there? Well, actually, most of my experience was with 311 when I was in high school. Um, 
I'm not sure if um, if I knew anybody that was like into 311 as much as I knew that people were into them here in Dallas, actually. So really, so so yeah, there, there was more of a of a 311 presence in Plano, Texas, than there was in yeah. Boulder, Colorado. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, um, I first got introduced to them by a friend that worked with me at Whole Foods. So it's still kind of a hippie thing, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so there was like some 311 fan at Whole Foods who yeah. were like, dude, bro, you got to check it out, man. They're so <laughs> positive. Yeah. It yeah. was, yeah. And I, I really dug it. So they are positive. That's why I liked it. Uh, you know that was that's been a big a big draw for me as well. I have two what I call two three eleven lives. Would you like to hear me document those two lives to you? Both of them. Both of them. Yes. Right now. Well, you were you you were part of the second life. I am. That's cool. Uh, okay. So let me say this. Okay. So way back before they even had a record out. Okay. Yes. And. I went to go see uh, a friend's band play. And when I say like a long time ago, I mean like I was like 19, like I want to say 90 or 91. I think their first record came out like 93. But they had a couple of like independent releases. And, but I had no idea who they were. But, and I went to a bar in Fort Worth called The Hop. Uh, Alumni of TCU, if you graduated in the late 80s, early 90s, you remember The Hop because it was right around the corner from TCU campus. And so I went to go see a friend's band play. <clears throat> look out for look out look out. And uh, and uh, they were playing. Well, my friend's band was a local band, and I guess that they were playing. But again, they were just. And anyway, so I, I go see this local band play, and there's these kind of these freaks from Nebraska. I mean, that's what's crazy. Like Three Eleven is from like Omaha, Nebraska. Like right. an all-white mm-hmm. funk band from Nebraska. That's interesting. That is interesting. You know, on one hand, you're kind of like, like I would almost be kind of like a white funk band from Nebraska. Get the fuck out of here. But like, it's interesting, <laughs> right? Well, so they were interesting enough that when I saw them, they had like some, you know, like like local <laughs> release. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. like, like it wasn't like put out on an actual like major label. <laughs> it was like as if... But, you know, like if you and I were in a band and we had like some self-released thing, you know, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I, I liked it enough what I saw that I bought whatever they were selling. I'm also, you know, a big, you know, supporter. And these guys were, you know, broke and poor and not much older than we were and just out on the road and kind of surviving on the road. So even if I didn't like the music, I would have bought the CD because it's just kind of guy that I am. Yeah. Fun fact is that the sale of that rare little gem um, helped finance my move to New York in 2006. Oh, really? <laughs> That's convenient. <laughs> Not a bad thing. I think I bought it for, I want to say, five, maybe ten dollars. Uh huh. And I sold it for almost a thousand in 2006. Wow. So, so bought it in 91, <laughs> oh my 92, whatever. So that's part of my first 311 life. And then me and my, my buddy Chris Todd, yeah. you know, we talk about a lot, whatever. Uh, he was really into it. Yeah. So we ended up going to some early shows. Like, like, like we saw them play some place called the Old Main Bar uh, in, uh, in Deep Ellum. 
uh, saw a couple of shows at Trees. These are all like the early stuff. Hmm. And then for whatever reason, and I haven't, uh, you know, for whatever reason, like none. Like I, I had forgot who they that they existed. Uh, and no disrespect, I just whatever reason you that those things happen where you just don't keep sure. up with stuff anymore. Yeah. So uh, my second life didn't really begin until about I think it was 2010. And Claude, you know, from Ween and I, we went to a show in New York. Right. And only because uh, we got, had gotten invited because we found out that the bass player for 311, Mr. Peanut, uh, who I now, of course, I know him as Aaron. Yes. And so do you. Yes. Uh, speak up a little bit more, babe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like a Ween fanatic. Uh-huh. So we got invited to the gig and have been invited since and we've in, I've invited them out whenever I was still working with Claude and and him and also I think the guitar player came out a couple of times but uh Aaron's a massive massive uh Ween fan. In fact, I was texting him yesterday whenever we were getting your dress uh tailored because to tell him about how they're, that they're going to do all of the mollusk oh, as right as part of Riot Fest this year. And, of course, he's mm-hmm. obsessed with the mollusk, and so are you. Yes, that's my favorite, too. <laughs> All right. So so maybe soon it'll be me, you, and Aaron again. Mm-hmm. And instead of at a 311 gig, we will be at uh, a ween gig hearing them do all of the mollusk. Right? Nice. Now, speaking of 311 gigs, how many 311 shows have you been to in your life? Um, at least two. Maybe three. Okay. Now, I know that you and I went to one kind of together, didn't we? Yes. It was together. Yes. Kind of. You were really late, so that part we weren't together. No, we're going to get into that <laughs> in a second because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dress you down about that. No. Um, but what were the times you saw them before that? I saw them once, I think when I was in high school. Um, like, after I had graduated high school. Really? Yeah. Okay, and so you graduated what year? 97. Okay. In 97, so do you remember where where the show was? It was in Deep Ellum, um, but I don't remember exactly. Okay, so you graduated in 97, because in 97, they played a really big show uh, at Fair Park Coliseum, because they were, and this was on the the Transistor record, but then they did a show, I want to say around... Well, I think, okay, maybe let's say, I think it was maybe 96. Summer before my senior okay. year. Okay, was it at the Bomb Factory? Yes. Okay, how you like this? I think that I was also at that show. Ah. And so this close. was around the time of the Blue Record and Dun- and uh-huh. uh, what was that big hit they had around that time? You can sing. Don't make me sing. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm yeah. not gonna sing. Is that? Uh, <laughs> we change a lot of Dan and some song. That's, yeah. like, that's like the 311 song, good, baby. right? Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, so you know we always been down, down. Uh-huh. You know, right, okay. That's a fun song. That is. <laughs> and shout out to my man's, my friends at The Urge who opened that show, by the way, from St. Oh. Louis. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, so did you see them any, any other time? I want to say that I did. But I don't remember exactly when. So maybe okay. sometime the year before that. 
but 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 never in Colorado. No, no never re- in Colorado. No Red Rocks, all those awesome gigs while you were there. I haven't even been to Red Rocks. It's so sad. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize I was about to, about to marry somebody that is super lame that, that lived in Colorado. I know that is lame. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to mention something in the ten years that Aaron and I have been friends. He has lorded, you know, pe- people probably. So what I was trying to say was that in the 10 years that Aaron and I have been friends, anybody that knows him uh, knows that he's a big beer enthusiast. Yes. And he took that beer enthusiasm to actually make his own beer under the 311 banner. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool right now for bands to make their own beers. Yes. In fact, we just had some from the Deftones earlier tonight, Ooh, right? That one was good. It's good, right? Yeah. Shout out to Belch and Beaver for putting out a great Deftones beer there. Um, so anyway, so uh, he has lorded the fact that the most sought-after beer in the world, the hardest to find, the the elusive, the elusive, crazy leprechaun four-leaf clover spotting thing <laughs> is called what miss soon to be mrs turner <laughs> pliny the elder right from russian river brewing and what beer are you holding in your hand right now <gasps> none other than pliny the elder do you hear that mr wills we're <laughs> drinking pliny as we're talking about you <laughs> We're cheersing. Look, I have Pliny in my glass, and I'm Pliny in my ween glass, motherfucker. And we're here. Listen to this clink right here. Loud, <laughs> louder. So there's some Pliny for you, and it is mm-mm good for real. Mm-hmm. That one is for you, sir. Um, okay. <laughs> And uh, so then, I didn't see them for many. I said until until that, and then I've been going every year, man. Like or every time they come, and he's been so generous. And their management is uh, uh, the Raspler the Raspler brothers, Adam and Peter, are awesome. And shout out to them, and always so generous to to keep inviting us. And so when you and I first started dating, mm-hmm. I got invited to the show, and I invited you. Yes. <laughs> and this was at the Southside Ballroom and in, in, uh, Southside Downtown Dallas. Mm-hmm. And what happened that night, Josh? You were late, and I was mad. And I didn't know it would hurt your feelings so much. I literally have no memories of that show. No. And I was so looking forward to it. You know, I, I, I don't know a lot of the 311 songs like, like, you know, like, like their hardcore fan base, but you look so good. And we'd had so many great dates, and this should have been a warning sign. <laughs> Too late now. Because of like the venom and just the coldness that you showed me that night was just so uncalled for. I'm sorry, baby. Are you really sorry? I am. I'm sorry. Now, I was late, but I wasn't that late. I was like 20 minutes late. Okay. And I even like texted you and told you I was going to be late. Yeah, but you didn't say you were going to be 20 minutes late. Yeah, but when I showed up, instead of being like, oh, hi, how are you? You were like, you knew you were going to be late. Exactly. You knew you were going to be late, but you were like trying to, I don't know, diminish how much you were going to be late, but you were going to, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, but you should have told me how late you were going to be, so I would just like have not been standing there for a long time. Well, you never keep a lady waiting, and I was late our first date, wasn't I? Yeah, you're always late. That's your thing. (laughs) (laughs) You're not exactly exactly miss punctuality yourself. Depends on the situation. Well, okay. So I remember pulling up. I didn't want you out there anyway because it's not you're not the, the best of neighborhoods. But I remember being out there and you looked so hot. And I was like, hi. And, you know, and based on our, our previous good dates, and you were like, you knew you were going to be late. And that was, <laughs> I was giving it. you the business. And we barely talked <laughs> the whole night. Even when we got to Will Call and I claimed our tickets and Aaron was so kind and gave us well, backstage passes. Well, you know passes. what would have helped is if you said, I'm sorry. I, I know I apologized. I'm sure that I did. I'm, I'm not a, sufficiently. I'm an apology. I'm an apology. <laughs> to grovel. Oh, you. That's what you wanted. Yes. You didn't want an apology. You wanted some serious yeah. groveling. Yeah. You still want some serious yeah. groveling. Yeah. And even when we got to Will Call, I said, and Aaron was so so generous to give us backstage passes. It did nothing to impress you. <laughs> no, I was impressed. Well, anyway, I remember, and he even had us all set up all side stage and everything, and I remember standing there, and it was like. The worst, like, first date. Even though it was, like, our eighth. It was, like, the worst first date. Like, I was afraid to say anything. It was awkward. I was I was trying to, like, dance and sing along. And it was, you weren't into it. It was just awful. It was, it was like, one of the worst dates of my life. Aw, I'm sorry. You're and sorry. You're sorry for being late. Well, anyway, so, <laughs> and here I was like, man, do I really want to introduce her to him, to my friend? Like, no. Anyway, uh, but you're still hot, and I knew that he would be impressed. No. Anyway, so uh, he came and got us, remember? Yes. And he had just put out the first 311 beer, which was called like Amber Ale. Yeah. And you couldn't get it anywhere and um, down in Texas, and right. he ran out to the, to the bus and got us one. Remember that? Yes. And there's a great picture of that we'll have, I'll have up on, on, uh, on our website at trickykid.com. And since then, they've put out two more beers. I think one's still forthcoming. Um, the guy, Doug Martinez, who goes by S.A. Martinez, he's like the, the other vocalist guy with a high-pitched voice. Oh, and yeah. Turntablist guy. Yeah. Little guy. Um, under the 311 label called I'll Be Here a While. It's like kind of like a, like, a, like a session ale. Okay. And then they got one coming out called Beautiful Disaster. Also a 311 song, right? Cool. And you know how they're like really into the fact that the band's called 311. In fact, that, that Amber L. can is right there. Look, 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 look right up there on the I office. See. Aaron, I saved it. Thank you. Anyway. Um, and like how they're really into the band being called 311. So like they have like their like 311 day and, and, uh, you know, all types of different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, March the 11th is 311. Day. You know, right. okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, who wants to drink a beer that is 3.11%? <laughs> which doesn't even exist. It'd be like, you know. It would be like orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> so instead, what did they do? What did they do? What did Aaron do? He turned it around. Even the logo on the can is backwards. And the beer is a triple. And it's 11.3. Of course. That's how you would solve that problem. That's exactly how you would solve that problem. Hey, Miles Miles approves. Miles approves, right? Exactly. (laughs) 
So that's coming out. Beautiful disaster to the beer. And as promised, we are going to play a song. Uh, they have a new album coming out called Voyager. They're really into that 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 kind of mono title, um, mono word title there. Uh, and it's their first record in two years. We played a song called Don't You Worry. And coming up, we're going to play a song called Crossfire, uh, which is pretty heavy. And it's exclusive to Tricky Kid Radio. At least today it is. Uh, so anyway, but before we get to that, so I wanted you to, to share a little something. So uh, is there any favorite 311 memory that you've got? Uh, I, I mean, I mean, it couldn't have been that time when we saw them because that was, again, the worst. Oh, that was a fun time. Oh, what, what are your memories from that? Well, the beer was delicious. It was good. It was amazing. And, and of course, Aaron is fantastic. He was uh, really fun to meet. Yeah, nice guy, right? So, yeah, that was cool. I had never been, you know, behind, you know, backstage at a, like, a serious rock concert, I guess. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, you're a violinist and you perform with big acts and yeah, but it's and been backstage and all that. You're there with like a symphony, and so it's a totally. I guess so. Different experience. There's not a ton of like speakers and apparatus and i don't know <laughs> well it's also different with him because i mean again, he's a nice good positive guy which i said which was always my interest in the beginning and yeah and it's funny too because you know ween is like the most like like fucking like irreverent you know <laughs> on top of irreverence uh you know total mean-spirited scumbag Type kind of you know, okay. <laughs> uh, you know vibe. I mean, I mean, you realize that the album cover to the pod is is him wearing a gas mask that he's inhaling like Scotch Guard or something like. I yeah. mean, just like total like a scumbag <laughs> way to get high. You know what I mean? Yeah. And celebrating that, like he probably could have weed, but but would but is choosing Scotch Guard that kind of fun? Yeah. You know. Um, I guess so. Well, anyway. <laughs> So, so any words out to the three eleven nation there, Chelsea? Um, what? So, keep on rocking, three eleven nation. <laughs> right on. It's so nice to know that the band is still out there, and I had kind of like as you said, just kind of fallen off the radar. Um, so it was nice to go see that show, and. I hope we go see another one. We will this summer. Wow. <laughs> With the Dirty Heads coming in September. Oh, really? Cool. And so make sure you check out 311. He's about to start their, their summer tour every year. Uh, it begins. And also the, the record coming out, Voyager. And I'm going to play a track for you right now called Crossfire. And after that, we'll be right back uh, with Aaron Peanut Wills live from Hive Studios in North Hollywood. <laughs>
so all right, whenever you're ready. Okay, well, this is Sam Jones Flash Gordon. I'm with Roy Turner at Tricky Kid Radio. And you better be tuning in, or I will find you. Yes, I will. Yes. <laughs> Sitting here at uh, Hive Studios here. To my left here is my man Aaron Wills from 311. Yes, and, how you doing? And, and you, have a, you have a stage name, don't you? I do. People call me Peanut. And now, now do people call you Peanut like, not like cute little Peanut, like you're a cute little Peanut. It's, uh, it's because you're a, a fan of the P-Funk. Is that what it is? It is. It is. I mean, when I was trying to figure out what the name meant because, because it was given to me, I didn't give it to myself. Like some people I know, you can't, you can't give yourself your own nickname. Right, right. It's got to be given to you. Um, but our, a singer in a band that I was playing with when I was a, when I was a kid said that my head looked like a Peanut. So I was like, okay, well, that's, that's funny, and that's where it came from. But I remember distinctly, as a sophomore on an airplane flying to Washington, D.C., I had, I think I had maybe two tapes with me. I had Everlast, the, like, Forever Everlasting album, which was really good. <laughs> and, but not, you know, not as good as his other stuff. Later on, uh, more heady. But I had, like, the Parliament, um, Bomb the... That wasn't Bomb the Town. What is that? Um... It was a collection of songs, and I was like, "Oh, there it is. P, P stands for Parliament." Okay, yeah. so all right. P stands for P funk. But is but is it a stage name, or do people call you that like in your personal life? Um, I mean, not family or anything. Right. But all my friends call me Peanut. Okay. Yeah, and on the basketball card, I'm Peanut. Okay. That's kind of the that's the litmus test, I guess. And the three eleven fans know you as Peanut. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because but I'm on Instagram as Aaron Wills. Right. And uh, Peanut on Twitter. Okay. I'm a Gemini. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Well, as you know, I, well, I, I know you outside of the whole 311 thing and met you as Aaron. And so I, I learned about the stage name after the fact and everything else. But I, and that's when I, you know, I Wikipedia'd you as well, my friend. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. How and accurate was it? It was totally fucked up. In fact, we should do like a little like uh, false or Redacting. true or false. Uh, You guys, this is a big year here. So first of all, why don't you tell people where we are right now? We're at the Hive Studios in North Hollywood. Uh, we've been here since 2001, I believe. Um, they used to record uh, the Reading Rainbow here, so um, <laughs> so the puppet uh, whose name escapes me off the top of my head, you can just put it on the screen. I know you're talking studio. about for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Lamb Chop. Oh, it is Lamb, Lamb Chop. Chop. Okay, good, good. Yeah, Lamb Chop was here. Um, uh, a few bands have recorded here. It was a studio called the Chateau for for okay. years um, after it was a house, I guess. Okay. But but it's been the Hive Studios for almost twenty years now. Right, you guys have a new record coming out. We've got a record coming out in in uh, in June on the twenty eighth. Pretty much exactly when the tour starts. It's it's the first time it's ever happened. Really? Yeah. yeah. Usually it's like months and months in between one or the other, and no chance to kind of triangulate all the excitement. So, so this is like this all is perfect. At once. Yeah. Right. Okay. So um, let okay. the let the media machine just steamroll over people. Yeah. Yeah. Just the, the, the juggernaut, just, you yeah. know. In our own stupid, stupid <laughs> way. I just had a birthday back in March. Uh, and what I wanted to do for my birthday is, I, I don't know, I just wanted to go to the movies. I wanted to go to the movies. I see the movie, and I get this really strong beer. And without knowing it, by the way. Okay, so I was like, well, am I just going to hang out in a movie theater or at the movie theater bar? And I was like, I, I should probably go ahead and go, Okay. So you know how they always have those doors at the exit that open, at the, you know, like, you know, you pay here and you go here, but then you exit that way, right? Right. 
Aaron, I opened the fucking door to leave, and I swear to you, suddenly, the entire parking lot, the entire parking lot on that side was blasting your band. Wow, nice. Uh, and it, it's as plano as it sounds. It's, um, it does sound it. And so, I was like, it wasn't ten bands, it was your band, Okay. And they were going a cacophony. <laughs> they were going, but they were going crazy, right? And I swear, and I, and I thought my mind—I thought I was losing my mind. As I was leaving before this happened, I saw something over here, and I swear I thought I saw your face. And I was like, I dismissed it. So I was like, okay, now I thought I saw his face, but airbrushed, <laughs> right? Right, exactly. I don't know. We just saw you in 8K, man. You know, uh, you're you're pulling it off oh, for man. sure. No touch-ups. And, you know, in the, in the 10 years we've been friends, uh, you know, I, I kind of look at you as the barometer. Like, like at one point I might have been better looking than you, but I think, I think you might be winning the race. Oh, get uh, out of here. But, uh, you being a dad will, will be a good look on you. I, You'll, I, you if, if, I've, if I've passed you, it's just because I've been a dad for, for eight years. For longer, you were like... Yeah, yeah. you're at eight months. It will trade off. That, that's fair. You know, I like that. So, you know, you have two kids. I have one. So by the time I, if I get to three, you're fucked. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so what was your strong beer? Let's go back to that. Did you oh, figure out what it was? Uh, it was. It actually is a local beer uh, called... Uh, from, there's a uh, thing called Community mm-hmm. in, 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 in Dallas, and they make a thing called Mosaic. Yeah. And the shit's strong. Wow. Okay. Great. And I'm going to segue into that here in a second here. But I, uh, so anyways, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, why were they there? Why was your face over here? Why were, why was this happening? <laughs> at okay. a theater. Yeah. At you, a theater. You can expect me in some places, but not, not, not usually there. there. What yeah. were you doing there? Yep. So, okay. So right then, some people were running by me. And one thing I've always enjoyed about your fan base, your fan base is hot, dude. Like the girls <laughs> are hot. And they're running by me, jumping up and down saying happy 311 day and i was like i, I was about to i was gonna like call you or something i was gonna like or you know te- i was gonna be like do you does your band have your own fucking holiday and i was thinking because i know you guys are really into in, in the 311 thing and it, and it lends itself to so many things it does so right it fits on a marquee that was one of our favorite things you only need you know you only need the numbers and they've always got extra numbers right yep. you'll never be out of the, the yep. z or the q right? and we've almost always got our own line you know, yeah. in that in that case, so yeah. No, that, that's. And then it works out March 11th. Uh, the fans started doing it first. We heard about it, maybe in '99 or '98. That that fans were getting together on March 11th and play, just getting together in whatever community. So we were like, okay, well, let's let's play a special show. And in New Orleans on two, in the year 2000, we played like 40 songs. And then, God damn. Yeah, which 40? which was super super fun. It was yeah. yeah, it was like 43 songs. Next year, uh, we do it every two years, so it's every even year. Um, 202, we did just to make it more special or something. Or, yeah, yeah, just okay. keep adding to it. It was like 50 songs. 2004, it was 60. 2006, it was like 70. We kept adding to it. Oh we've had, we've split it up into multiple How long days was that? now. Over three hours. That was kind of the point is we wanted to have a three-hour show right. at one point, three-hour three and 11-minute show. We, we beat that, and it turned into... Oh, I get it, the 311. Yeah, again, right? okay. it turned into over 90 songs over two days, and I think the last one we did um, in, in March, or in last March, because we did the cruise this year, um, was like... 85 or 88 we're not trying to kill ourselves and it's a long show no matter what right, but it'd right. be fun to keep going it's like yeah. how many songs did you play it was like we played 150 fucking songs in three days i'd love i'd love that but we don't we don't need to do that but we're you know it's it's that You're kind of towards it though right yeah, yeah. Well, well not really we've kind of scaled it back we found a way that it make it make it make sense 
and it's it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun playing that many songs and having the fans kind of support us in that way. Yeah. It's like, oh, we want to see all the songs. We don't want to see some of the songs. We don't want to see the greatest hit songs necessarily because right. we've seen those. So those shows are all about super deep cuts and things that we've never played before on stage. You know, well, that's what we I want can to ask you. Is, is how many songs do you have? Like, we've got over 200. Okay. We've got probably 250. So you could do 100. Like, we could. Yeah, we could. Okay. Maybe someday. Who knows? You we get 311 songs. In your, your, oh, that'd your, be, your that, there show. you go. That'd be great. Final show. Wow. But isn't this awesome, though? But, like, I mean, forgive me. Like, I'm, I'm a massive fan of, of, of many, many bands. I don't know how many bands, unless, you know, even, like, was Prince or something that, you know, 70 Pur- songs or purple. for 50. You know. Well, like, a, or a holiday, like, you know, besides the birthday of, a, of an individual that's in a band, celebrate that. Yeah, we've, we're lucky that we can pull off. But you have a shit fan like base that. That, that you could play for three hours, you could play for three days. They're they're into it. Well, and they gave us the good idea too. You yeah. know, it's all it's all about that kind of sharing information. So here's what I did. So <laughs> when you leave the theater, you know how you can't enter those exit doors because you just get into the movie for free. Right. So when the the hot girls ran by and said Happy 311 Day, I just went like this. And I put my foot in the door, and I was like, I'm now, like, wait, I need to know more. This is different, right. Maybe I'll get to do that thing where I get to sneak into another movie. Like, like what, what? why are they here, okay? Yeah. And so what I learned was, is that I went They're back really excited. They were so excited. They're running. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, this was, this was a movement. Like, it was, I was moved by it, like... And I was just so into how excited they were, and uh, and so I was like, so I said, I said, wait a minute, I said, happy 311 day, and they were like, what? And so I went back and saw the thing that I saw your face, and lo and behold, there was a 311 movie in the theaters, and sure enough, like you said, it was March the 11th. Was it at Alamo? Where were you at? I was at the. I was in. I was in in in, in Plano. You were in Plano, but like uh, the Alamo draft house. Cinema, no, no, it wasn't. It, yeah. Well, it was kind of that way because it sounds like it. That well, kind of scene. They're not bringing it to you. You'd have to go get the beer and the food, but they had like good beer and, right. and good food and stuff. Whatever. I love it was now. great. Yeah, man. that's how it should be. So I thought you would like to know that just based upon our friendship, I was like, well, I got to go see this shit. So, but here's one night only. One night right? only. Yeah. And I didn't know that until I, I was like, I was like, wait, this is the only time they're going to do this. And yeah. So I was like, okay. So I go into the theater. Now it's not like it used to be where you could sneak into theaters because now people buy things in advance. Uh huh. Okay. Right. Right. And this is the nice theater with like your little recliner and stuff. And I was like, oh my god. And I was like, I bet this is probably going to be sold out. Like, where am I going to sit? Like, what's going to happen? Right. And so I sit down in this one chair. And here's what's so cool. And this is what I wanted to say was, was the 311 fans are so nice and so cool. If this had been the wing fans, they would have said, get up, you fucking rat-faced <laughs> bastard. You know? And, and, uh, I, don't be- I don't believe that, but I, tr- I trust your, your experience. Well, just maybe, you know, maybe they would have been even nervous about it. Kind of going, uh, hey, uh, I think that I'm supposed to be, like, you know, sitting there. I don't know. I think they'd be drunker. The Ween fans would be a little bit more drunk. Than yeah, they probably was going to be like, hey, I think it's my seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so I was sitting there, and, like, these people were kind of like, hey, um, hey. It was like they knew I wasn't supposed to be sitting there, but the guy does not know me and hasn't met me and was trying to find me a seat. Oh, wow. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if that speaks to, to, to Texas or uh, whatever, you know, and, you know, and, but anyway, so I just kind of moved and I sit down next to this guy and he goes, listen, he goes, I know that's not your seat because I bought it for my wife, but she can't make it. My name's Mark. Let's hang out. Yes. 
And then suddenly there were some people down front that stood up and went, happy 311 day, everybody. And everybody went crazy. Aaron, I had the best fucking time. I met all these great people. They were like, they're all on my social medias now. We're cool. still talking to them. Yeah. Your band is all about unity and bringing people together. And it I works. Wonder, it works. Yeah. It's a real, it's a real thing. It is a real thing. Yeah. You should see the fucking people on the boat when we do the cruise ship. So I did want to say that the movie itself kind of played kind of like a commercial for the cruise. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. And, and, and in its original unedited four hour version, it was <laughs> way more so. And we didn't want it to just be that, but it, but speaking of legacy, like that's, the, how we can add to our story is with time now. And you can't pull off events like this and have people sit down and do interviews like we did in the, in, in the movie and have them share like their 10 years, their 15 years, their 20 years, their 25 years with this band and, yeah. and have it be a complex story where you know they're telling us that on camera. The only way you can pull that off is with time. Yeah. So, it's, so that's, that's kind of how we were playing it. And it's... You know, it's something to witness. Well, whose idea was it? Because one thing I, I felt really so good about, I thought it was so great, was that the parts of the movie where they're, like you were saying, you y'all would take a fan and it would put them in the cabin. Now, did they know who they, they were going to meet or they just knew they were going to meet a member of the band? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I think it made sense when, when they sat down with their, you okay. know, their respective member of the band. But the testimonials that they were giving... It just was like, it was so, and, and again, just being in the theater and the way everybody was going so crazy, I was, I, it was, I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, it was so fun. Wonderful, right? right? Uh, well, just to have it be a theatrical, uh, theatrical release in more than 20 theaters, it ended up being 200 and some odd theaters. It was like 220 theaters, was really like for a movie nerd, just, that's nuts, total right? heaven, yeah. Even even one night, I, I know uh, Terry Gilliam's movie that he's doing, uh, The Man of La Mancha. He's been doing it for twenty years. It's like, oh, it's gonna come out. No, it's not coming out. Oh, they, you know, oh, the crew quit. Oh, the money, the money ran out. Oh, the the lead changed. All these things. A, a plane's flying overhead in the shot. You know, all these things. Oh, he's a, he's eventually getting it done, but it's only coming out for one night. So I'm like. Shit, we're Terry Gilliam. Like that blow that makes me super. It's one way of doing it, you know. So yeah. if you get a theatrical release that's supported by your grassroots fan base, maybe sometimes you only need one night. Yeah, yeah. Because then everybody else can see it on the, you know, on the on the streamings. Well, also, it was special. You yeah, know? And there, no, was, really. there was a sense of pride there. People came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People people showed up. It, it was, was like a Tuesday and shit. Like I think. Like. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. We were at the Egyptian here in L.A. And it was sold out, and people were going crazy. I mean, when uh, you know we would do the the vignettes, um, kind of saying who who was going to be highlighted in the next kind of scene or whatever, the crowd would go crazy. You know, it was like there's Tim's, like ah, Tim. It's so it's so fun. So okay. to be so we were in the audience too, witnessing that and uh, and being moved by the the appreciation. Well, I was going I was going to ask you like. How did you spend March the 11th <coughs> when it was happening? You guys were actually in a theater here in Los Angeles. Yes, yes. And and I thought that was cool that actually in the movie it starts with you guys addressing the audience and saying, "Hey, we 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 did this." Yeah, yeah, right here, right. I, oh, so it was in this room. It was right here. Oh, ah, yeah. I, I guess I, I yeah. So, so and 
so right so you guys were all like lined up here and that's that's the opening shot of the film yep fucking hey man that's awesome that's yeah, so awesome hey gotta gotta use your space yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy place for us to meet up but yeah like uh you know, to say thanks as the, at the beginning of the movie was, was a lot of fun. I think it meant a lot to the audience. Certainly felt good for us to... It felt good to see it. You let this happen. You know, yeah. that's what we're saying to the, to the audience. Like, you, you helped us allow this to happen in the hugest of ways. But isn't that like a continuation? Like you said, like you guys were always challenging yourself. Like, first it was the 311 day, then the cruise, now a movie. Uh, you know, what, what else is on... What else, what else is the... Beer, cannabis. That's right, yeah. That's yeah. Right. Speaking of hopefully mixing the two some sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Smoke smoke a little beer or <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yeah, this is uh, speaking of beer, sure. I have a couple of things for you here. Now Great. again, I know it's uh, it's only noon and I have a lot of work to do today. So what? Oh, it's one, well then fuck, it's five o'clock then it might as well be. There you but, go. Uh, I brought East a, Coast. I brought a couple things for you. I know that you're a beer enthusiast. I am. And I, you probably already have these, but or maybe not, but we'll see. Um, I was telling them earlier, this gentleman has had plenty. Hang on, buddy. Is that he's had plenty of the elder, and he likes to lord it over my head. You see? I got a bottle in the fridge. In that fridge? No. At home? At home. My Where wife, can I get it, My man? wife came home. She, she knows the guy at Whole Foods. It's like, look what Efren just gave him. Shout out to Efren. Uh, Efren just kicked down two bottles. Oh my God! Yeah. So, so you're gonna lord this over me as well? Like the, the, we're the going continuing. the same direction when we're when we're done with this. You're going to Pasadena. I'm going there. So is that where I can find it? Mm, I, yeah, for sure, for okay. sure. But but I don't I don't know how easy it would be. Okay. You gotta like know somebody. You gotta again the, the guy with the pink backpack and leads you down the hallway. Right? Yep. Yep. Well, this is a Pliny the Elder, but I think you might think this is kind of cool. So this. I think beer is cool. I are think you able to drink cool. right now or, or later? Sure, I can have a drink. Okay. Well, I mean, you don't have. have Mom's, no, Mom says it's okay, right? But now. I thought it would be be, be kind of cool. I like your tiny little glasses. A little sampler. Thank you. This is from oh the Deftones beer. I love the Deftones so beer. So have you had? Let's put this to the camera. Here. I have. Our good friends. At Belching Beaver, uh, and of course our good friends uh, in the Deftones have a band called uh, have a, a beer called Phantom Bride for the Deftones. So you've had this. It's great. Yeah, okay, it's, so a, it's, had it yet. it's almost a go-to because it, it you can find it in so many places. Really? Okay. I I saw it in um, in Idlewild when I was there last week. It's at every store that I go to that okay. that knows about beer that they've got it there. Okay, so that, that, that's where you can find that. Now, what about this one? Because this is on. And it's great because it's like in a, it's in like a sweet spot. You know, it's like seven percent. Yeah, it's and, not too, too and it's, crazy. It's California. It's local. This is a different bottle or a different can than I've seen. So, uh, Butternuts uh, came out with a thing for Anthrax. Cool. Have, have you had this? Yet? No, no, okay. I haven't seen it. So this is the Anthrax. This is the War Dance right here, and our good friends and. Charlie, shout out to Charlie Benante and, yeah. uh, and Scotty in here. Great. So there's the war dance. Would you like to try some of this, sir? Please, I'll okay. try whatever. Come on, man. So I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you pour it. And um, and so also it's kind of funny. We'll get to, to the three leather beer here in a second. So let's let's try this out first here. And I promise these are nice and clean. You, you first, sir. And if, 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 crew, do y'all want to try some here? Hang on one second. Let me let me let me use the uh, let me. I want to get a shot of the can here. Uh, what's the name of the new three eleven record? The new three eleven record is called Voyager. Voyager. Okay. All right. <laughs> and then you can get, the beer. There's you a can beer get, pass going on. Exactly. Yes. So uh, to uh, to your son Falcon and, oh, and Clay you. and yep. to, to to Miles. Yes, to Miles. 
and the to. and the project. Yes, multiple projects. Exactly. So to onward, upward for and King's X recording tonight. First time in eleven years. That's my insane. Friends. That's, That's awesome. insane. Cheers, Cheers everybody. Mm. That's great. Not bad, right? And it's also in a bit of a, a bit of a sweet spot too. It's, it's a little. I think it's like I think it's like five percent or six or six. six okay. Two. So. One thing that is not in the sweet spot is that you guys have a uh, beer. What's it called? I had the I had the the other one. You had our amber. The amber. Yep. Okay. That's five point seven. Now, since you guys are again so into kind of the motif of the three eleven thing, you don't want a beer that's three point. And it could be eleven percent. So what did you do? You went the opposite direction. Yeah, it's a, it, it's eleven point three. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a triple. And when we sat down, when we were first talking about the Amber Ale, which we kind of had to do because the song was so big and there's not really that many famous Ambers being poured nowadays. I mean, Fat Tire's the number one in in the country. Right. And it's a great beer, but there's definitely beating it. You know, there's definitely making it better. And I don't know if we did that or not, but when we sat down and we figured that out, at that same meeting, I was like, that's all great and all, that's fantastic, but if, you, if, if you're telling me that you wanna make the beer that I wanna drink, you know, and, and, and that's what you're here for, because that's, that's the pitch they were pitching, right, okay. I'm like, well, the band's called 311, we're gonna make an 11.3, let's do the logo backwards. I had the whole, had the whole thing in my head. And because uh, you've had a spearheaded this project, even with the other beer too, right? Because you're a beer enthusiast. I think, right? I think they were drawn to us because, I don't know, they didn't know who in the band was the enthusiast, but as soon as they saw me and Essay kind of waving our hands, we're like, yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> bring us some beer and we can talk about it. You know, let's make something special that we can all appreciate. Well, I, I look forward to trying it. I, I said I was hoping I was... I this was summer. Spying your... Uh, so, so it's not out yet? It's, it's a limited release, come, okay. comes and goes. We just okay. now got it into pint cans uh, this year. Okay. Which is a perfect fit for it because before it was in the big like twenty six uh, like, bombers. Oh, the growlers, yeah, right. Yeah, you'll be driving after one of those. Man. No, you don't want to do that. But a pint is perfect. Perfect, exactly. Yeah, totally. That's always perfect. Um, so that, that's very very interesting to me, and, and I love the idea of that because instead of saying like, you know, we'll make like a session beer. No, we're gonna go for the triple. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's a smart thing to do. The thing that pisses me off is that you can't find the 311 beer in as many places as you can find the Deftones beer. And you know, when it, when it, when it's all said and done, that won't, that won't be the case. But right. in this point, it's kind of a frustrating is it because of part of the manufacturing process? I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, is it because they partnered with with uh, with with Belgian Beaver has a big distribution network and stuff? Yeah, obviously, I had no idea. Yeah, I really didn't. I mean, their um, their peanut butter stout is what they're what they're known for, and that shit's everywhere. Oh, and it's yeah, great. Yeah. It's incredible. It's an amazing beer. Don't be turned off by the name. It's just. Like it won't be your everyday go-to, right, for but sure. it's incredible. And you know, doing something different, working with the bands. I mean, I love the way they kind of elevate the legend of the band. You know, this is this is made for the incomparable Deftones or however they put it on the right, back. Right. It's like, ah, oh, fucking stab me in the heart with your awesome. <laughs> you know, it's what I, I, I haven't had it. So this is this is my first time. I've had the Anthrax beer. Yeah. So, but so now. Did you have the shitty Iron Maiden beer? Yeah. Sorry, guys. So <laughs> your beer sucks. <laughs> the Trooper. So you and too, I bonded over that. It's too bad. Yeah, we did, didn't we? we yeah. Because we were like, and here's something else that's even cooler. Here's a, a, a third beer I wish we had here. You know, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? No. Okay. Cheers, cheers you, sir. And um, 
that, they, that the Hansen beer, the guys in Hansen. Oh, right. Mm, um, umhop. Umhops. Yeah. And it says on the label, umhops, from the inventors of umbop. And the beer is fucking greatness. Wow. It's so good. God. And you and I remember we had bonded over this was That's that so we were funny. like, I love it that, that Hansen beer kills the Iron Maiden beer oh. because the Iron Maiden beer sucks. Yeah, it's too it's too bad. I mean yeah. the British uh, philosophy is still kind of catching up to where we are in the uh, on the East Coast and on the West Coast and actually in the Midwest, in the States, I'd, I'd yeah. say. I mean, there's great breweries in every state nowadays. For sure, especially in Texas now, but, my but, gosh. Yeah. But it was tough finding good beer in England a couple of years ago when I was there. Um, I had to find a, a West Coast. They were like, we're making West Coast ales. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, hand, them the, hand them the fuck over yeah. and keep your warm 4% over there. Yeah. It's, yeah, your, it, your piss bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 flavorful and it's tasty and that's tradition. You got to do that, and it's you know I'm sure the the locals love it, but give them some more. Like there's a reason why stones in Germany. Yeah. There's I a have reason that. why, I don't know. Kid, kids want something different. Kids are always going to want something different. For sure. And and they're going to want flavor. But also, you know, it's very exciting what things that like like New Belgium is doing, and yeah. and, and our friends in Clutch they made a beer. Again, it wouldn't be your go-to. It's like this, like this oh, the keys. God, wow, fucking great! They're on a tear. They, we need to tour with those guys. You should for sure. Wrap so, it up. Okay, three minutes. Got it. Okay, cool, awesome. Um, so let's say say this real fast. Point and say, um, what song should we play off the new record? Play "Don't You Worry" off of Voyager. This is a Warwick, um, this, they call it a Starbase, but in the 60s it was called the Nashville, and um, Bill Wyman played it in the, in the Rolling Stones. Stones. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was, his, wow. was kind of his model. Holy shit. And uh, Warwick is a German company. It was Framus uh, back in the day. They're still going around. They're still live. This is, a, this is all made out of Bubenga. And you're still running too, right? Okay, and in Deal you're running as well? All yeah, Bubenga. Yeah, okay, awesome. These pickups were hand wound by by Germans, Golly, man. which means it was hand wound probably better than most people <laughs> would have done. Um, but it's it's an amazing instrument. I don't use it enough. That is awesome. Yeah, I recorded um, I recorded with it on the last one, but I didn't make it on this one. That's the that's your flat fifth. I mean, it, it kind of, that opens that's the, silver. That opens the grassroots record. It's like song four or something okay, like that. Right, yeah. you, you're you're hinting to the flat fifth right there. So the way you go down. I see. It's also it's a major third like that. Okay. And it's a flat fifth like that. Okay. Isn't this also what Still Pander calls the pussy melter? As well? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What? A, it's a good phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I remember Tori was talking about like you know like the devil's music because she grew up so you know but right. when she would hear Led Zeppelin something would physically would happen to her body and it was this is what was provoking it. Well, Jimmy Page is a powerful man. <laughs> All right, so uh, so you're still rolling right there. Let's see if we have anything else here. So we, what was so, Clutch, what's Clutch's beer? Tell me more. Oh, okay, so so they had, it's not they didn't give it any sort of cool name, but but New Belgium that does fat tire. Yeah, uh, and I'll I'll have some for you next time. Great. Um, they came up with a beer, not really my style. It's, it's very chocolatey. And uh-huh. It comes in, in big bottles, but it's just like anything that they do is just fucking it's well dark it's and well thought out. Yeah, and just awesome. A total great collaboration. They're killing it. They are so killing it. Totally, I love it. Sticking to their guns, rising up. 
Yeah, it might be one of the best records that they, they ever did. Hi, this is Natalie Cox. I play Juno Eclipse in The Force Unleashed, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Tanner. want to thank my man Aaron Peanut Wills for joining us this week on Tricky Kid Radio, as well as my bride-to-be, and I hope you enjoy the new 311 music. And we're going to take a quick hiatus because, again, we're getting married and off to Iceland for a week after that. So we hope you'll join us back here in two weeks. Uh, we'll have some great stories to tell you. Uh, summer is here. Um, tomorrow is the last day of school uh, for all known school districts in the universe. No more teachers. No more looks. And to all my educators out there, I hope you're ready to have an unforgettable summer. Thanks again to all of our sponsors. Thanks again to everybody for listening. And again, I am your host as always, Roy Turner. For my guest, I will see you in two weeks. Appreciate you.